What's up, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinin, and you are tuned in to the No One Is Listening podcast, the podcast for everyone about everything. And <laughs> I don't know, man. I just we're, I gotta we're get, here. I said it last week. I'm gonna say it now. You know, whatever, yeah, dude. Gotta have a thing, a little lead-in, as they say in the industry. Gotta have a lead-in. What's your lead-in, sir? I'm I'm Dave. Hey, Dave. <laughs> How's it going, man? Going great. Feeling good. My hands are warm. Oh yeah. What, yeah. what are you doing there? Yeah. They're stuck under my legs right Ooh. on this comfy chair. I'm Got some warm legs over there. They're yeah. very warm legs. Are if they anyone's hot interested. <laughs> hot now. Damn right. What's up, Dave? Good to see you. Good to see you, man. It's been, yeah. a, been a, a, a long week. Whole week. Whole week. week. Whole, whole week. Whole week, Brad. Whole week. Hulk week. Oh, dude. Oh, wait, so there it is. I told you guys last week we were in the incubator. <laughs> Hulk wheat, dude. Yeah. Ray Ferrigno wheat thins. I was thinking All right, Hogan. All right. <laughs> Maybe in the 80s. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, we also got this uh, stranger over here in the corner. Put this he's horrified on. by my Lou Ferrigno comment. Yeah, he's like a little He said giant. Ray Ferrigno. Did I say Ray? <laughs> 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 that's, my, that's my name. I mixed Ray, up my Ferrignos. <laughs> Not Ray. It's easy to do. You know what? Let's be Uh-oh, fair. Uh-oh, Ferrignos. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Who's my Ferrigno? <laughs> Next board game. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Another million dollars. Just printing money today. Yeah, Let's get this Kickstarter on the road. <laughs> Woo! Derek we Ferrigno. A... So we got what? Derek Ferrigno. I didn't here. even say my name yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about Derek Ferrigno. Yeah, dude. Oh. Sorry, yeah, dude. What that's you, right. I mean, the whole Ferrigno plan. D-E-R-E-K Ferrigno. Uh, he, he spells it the small way because he's dumb. Oh, bro. Well, who is this Who is this chap in the corner? Well, yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Derek. <laughs> and we're going over what topic today, Chris? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh. oh you slow down. Whoa. Whoa. Ready, I got to put my hood up, too. Yeah. You got to put your hood, hood up, up over that y'all. fancy red hat of yours. How oh, dare you, sir? It's very fancy. It's very fancy. I want to hit red hat week, and you don't even tell anybody. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> red hats from now on is a mandatory. If you're listening to this podcast, you got to wear a red hat. Yeah, I mean, we got to set rules. This is a no-fly zone if you're hatless. It looks like it's seen yeah. some maple syrup. <laughs> Definitely. I've worn this hat in Canada many times. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, one thing I'm looking at right here is an empty uh, Tabasco Slim Jim wrapper. Um, mm. This is my Foley, y'all. This is my Foley work. I learned that in school, too. Was it worth uh, it? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I want to give a shout-out to my boy Zag at, uh, <laughs> at the get-go. Uh, <laughs> the Wait, did you use your, <laughs> did you use your membership? Yeah, I did. I'm, okay, I'm, a, member of, I'm a Giant Eagle member, bona fide, card-carrying member of Giant <laughs> Eagle, so y'all can be jealous right now. But listen, uh, my dude Zag at uh, get-go told me, did you say these. Zach or Zag? <laughs> his name this tag. His name tag. I swear I was in line. It said Zag. And I was like, what, dude? What name is Zag? I walk up. Clearly, he just couldn't spell the C popular. <laughs> Pro- popular. Popular. Yeah, it's it's been a long day. I'm all I'm all hopped up on this Slim Jim that Zag recommended for me. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It's oh, a, he recommended it. He did. That's what I said. Excuse me, sir. Which beef stick do you recommend? <laughs> he, uh, Show me your finest. I was, I was in need of a treat, and uh, I had a tiny... Slim Jim, he goes, oh, you, you see the new monster-sized ones? <laughs> 
<laughs> next level. I'm like, no, I didn't. So I, I ate like two and a half pounds of Slim Jim before we started this. You it's know, awesome. Man. I hope it doesn't weigh you down. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm light as air right now. <laughs> Thanks to my boy this, Zag at Gitco. This is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> then he started right. asking you, hey, you want to see the real stuff? <laughs> he takes He's you just back smoking meats in the back. <laughs> yeah. the cigarettes. He's like, <laughs> He's like oh, you want some cool mint Slims or whatever they say? He's got some uncured jerky in the back. <laughs> Yeah, FDA I'll take approved. Well, this <laughs> shit will make you hallucinate and see Deuce laughing. Oh. And then that's when I slapped the hundred dollar bill on the counter. I mean, Zag are lifelong friends now. Mm. No, but uh, for real, that's gonna power me through this episode. I'm very hope excited. Zag listens to this. I hope Zag does listen. He feels like you're his best friend, and he starts giving you the meat discount. I need it yeah. with as much meat as I eat. I need a discount. I don't eat a lot of meat. <laughs> I needed it for this one though. I know it's weird. I love Slim Jims, but I hate meat. It's the, a weird. I mean, it's a paradox. To be fair. It's probably it not meat? a lot of meat. It's not even real yeah. meat. Then, then that, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Good point. Good yeah. point. So, all right, y'all. <laughs> Gotta get back on the train here, the gravy train, and uh, let you know what we do here. So, we kind of just have conversations. We're uh, sitting in a room together at the beginning of our season. This is season one. We put a bunch of our favorite topics into a magic sack, uh, which is a nice little velvet sack that we reach mm-hmm. deep into and draw a topic out uh, the week prior to us getting together, like we are right now. Uh, one more. I just got to say, yeah, we're almost there's through, one man. one more. One there more. There is a dark light at the end of this. <laughs> Derek has told me that we know it's his card. It has to be. <laughs> through, through, oh. through, through the magic of counting, <laughs> we were able to figure <laughs> out that, <laughs> that Derek's card is last. And he has told me that you were going to hate this. Oh, and I am no, loving every minute. Man, you too. <laughs> because you, we told you this before this episode. <laughs> And you are now just stewing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're shook. You're- I am. Well, at least I'll get to end my topics on a great note. Okay. Um, but no, I look forward to whatever the challenge is inside the magic sack. It's like climbing the aggro crag, dude. It's like <sighs> it's a modern day crag for adults. So. Modern day crag. Modern day crag, bro. Cragging with zag. <laughs> Yes. Oh yes. man! Oh, oh, dude, call him Zag Craig next Zag time. Craig. <laughs> yes. Got to so, give him the uh, big ups to Zag Craig. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, maybe we can just do a whole episode with him someday. So, you never know, dude. You never know on this podcast. It gets wet and wild. Smoked meats. Yeah, the smoked meats. <laughs> even Slim Jims. <laughs> that there might be a fan base for that. So. Here it is, man. We drew the topic last week, and I think with this topic, you guys, before we announce it, you guys all like this topic? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we were all. Hell I'm yeah. pretty sure we're all. This well-versed. is this is a three expert one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. So, listen up, you primitive screwheads. <laughs> <laughs> this week's topic is Evil Dead. I hope you like hot chocolate. <laughs> Dude, Evil Dead. Yeah, it's the best. Evil Dead. It's, it's great. Iconic franchise the second most iconic chainsaw man in horror that's true that's true or or the most or the most i mean depending on what your preference is i'm just stirring the pot yeah (laughs) chili simmering right now so evil dead this is um man you we were talking before the show this is its own universe oh yeah it's a big thing it i mean it's technically a multiverse it yeah. is a multiverse. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get into some stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> get into the weeds, kids. <laughs> when I, when I put this topic in the sack, though, yeah, I didn't intend for it to be a conversation on the multiverse of Evil Dead. But reviewing the show notes, 
it makes sense. Let's just let's let's do it. It's so it's so big. Yeah, Derek and I are fucking geniuses. So you're welcome. I like it. I like what I like this, and I like that we're gonna kind of look at the universe as a whole. Um, this is a big thing. So Evil Dead, if you guys are unfamiliar, it is uh, not only a horror film, a slapstick comedy film. It is in my opinion, a revolution in filmmaking, mm-hmm. um, a, a style that has never been truly done as well before this and maybe well after. I mean, this is literally, a, it stands alone. Yes. Uh, it is a slice of Americana. Yes, sir. Yes, and it will. It, it will be in the Smithsonian someday if it's not already. It's in um, the Library of Congress, I'm sure. No, it has to be. Yeah, absolutely. So, Evil Dead, what is this if you're unfamiliar? Um, or, hey, if you are familiar, you want to join the conversation, I got to get that plug in. Hit mm. us up at Noyle Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. As you listen out this episode, if you want to chime in on anything or correct us or add some insight to it, stuff that we don't even know about because it is a multiverse, it's very big, yeah. uh, we'd love to hear from you. So hit us up at Noyle Podcast um, as you listen to this broadcast here. So, all right. I'm just going to – I'm going to do a real brief history here. Okay. Start off as a movie – then it then there was it turned a, into a, a different movie. Then there was a different movie. <laughs> and then there was a different movie. Then there was a sequel. <laughs> and then there was a uh, a remake. And then there was a TV show. Right? We're all in agreement. So that right. is chronologically of, Magic Sack time. Of film. Yeah, yeah, we're done. <laughs> M show. M show. Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell makes an appearance. Yeah. Chin. It's Chin. Made uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, man. Um Evil Dead takes me back to when I was a kid, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, this was one of the first movies I was able to watch on VHS um, with my friends, mm-hmm. and it was. A it movie- also had that badass movie cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to talk about the artwork. So yeah. really, you're right. No, I, I would like to talk about that now because Evil Dead. You know that was. When I walked into, a, we had a video rental store called Video 21. It was my local VHS store, and they had an Evil Dead 2 poster in there with the skull mm-hmm. and the, oh, eyeballs. Yeah. the eyeballs. And I remember yeah. seeing that as a kid going, man, that's probably really scary. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little did I know. It was sort of scary, but really awesome, really amazing, slapsticky and just goofy. But it, this is the thing, man. My first olive branch, really, my real first olive branch into this was Army of Darkness. Okay. It really was. And then I had to so backtrack. So you saw, you saw and, Army of Darkness first. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, I might have seen Evil Dead 2 first, but I didn't really grasp this this whole thing until Army going Darkness. On. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you're a kid, I mean, I was born in 85. Evil Dead came out in 81. Evil Dead 2 came out in 87. I would have been two years old, right? Mm-hmm. So it took me, I was, Army of Darkness came out in 93, so, yeah. you know, right then and there, I, I probably saw it right around 10 years yeah, old. 93 so then, again. Yeah. 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 I had a lot of 93s. Yeah, it's a great year. Great <laughs> year. Stop me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was PG-13. Was it? Army of Darkness? It, it might have been. Well, I'll the, fact check the public yeah. library doesn't care how old you are when you check out VHS cassettes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's how I yeah. got my first copy of Army of Darkness. I, I do know that Evil Dead... Two was gonna get the X rated because of so much so blood. Much oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. they just went un- unrated. You know, this was a movie, um, The Evil Dead. Let's let's now go back and revisit how we get that chronological order. So, The Evil Dead was a film that was put together by a bunch of friends in Michigan. Okay, mm-hmm. they were right out of high school. We're looking at people. These names are gonna pop up through the rest of this podcast. So you have Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi. you have Bruce Campbell, and uh, Robert Tappert. Okay, those are, the, in my view, those are the, the three guys. 
Ted Raimi too. Oh, Ted, Ted Raimi, yep. yeah, Ted. okay. Ooh, Army of Darkness rated R. Sorry. Okay, so Ted Raimi also part of this crew. You're right, Derek. Um, but basically, these kids were putting together um, just you know DIY films. They got a camcorder, whatever, and just put together movies. And Sam Raimi connected with Bruce Campbell, who was an aspiring actor, and <clears throat> they came up with. And I'm flash forwarding a lot, but they yeah. came up with a concept of a movie called Within the Woods. Yes. And that was kind of a, it was almost a visual pitch because they knew that they had a larger story in mind, mm. but they needed something to get people to invest in them. They're just kids at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're super young and like 19, 20 yeah. years old. Sam was only 20 when he was filming the first Evil Dead. There you go. So think about that. Super young, but the, he was aspiring filmmaker, right? Like in, mm. when you're young, as we all were at one time, you, you make a lot of crazy, you know, decisions and you see the world differently. And Sam Raimi definitely is one of those people who saw the world differently. Um, but he, he needed money to basically fund this feature-length film that he mm. had in his mind the whole time. But he connects with these people. They put together these movies. Within the Woods is like a 10-minute movie or something like that. I it's think very it's like short. 20 minutes. They had to raise money for that, too. Yeah. Because that cost, it cost about $2,000, I'm pretty sure. And that's a lot of bank back yeah, in the, the 70s, money. 80s. It's yeah, 70s, 80s money. Yeah. So a lot of Coke money. A lot yeah. of Coke money, dude. Those <laughs> those Dearborn, Michigan people didn't want to give that up. Yeah. So Well, Tim Allen's probably selling him. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, they they produce this movie within the woods, which basically just a run of the mill horror film. You know, nothing yeah. nothing super nothing crazy or but really popularized the um cabin in the woods type of movie, mm-hmm. which later on mm. how many Oh Cabin oh, yeah. in the Woods, right. Cabin right. in the Woods. There's no Cabin in the Woods <laughs> right, without right. this movie. Right. So they did use this movie. So just imagine a bunch of teenagers running around with cameras, making horror films. But they're like, yeah, we got this bigger one in mind. We got this story to tell, but we need money to do it. So, you know, you have Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, Ted, the whole crew. They're out trying to raise money. They're using this. There was one, uh, I remember an interview with Bruce Campbell a long time ago where he said they even propped up like a video screen inside of a grocery store Uh and played within the woods at a grocery store (laughs) to try to get people to invest in the, the, the evil dead. That's that's that DIY mm. groundbreaking mentality. You know that's hard work, man. We had to do that stuff. back then. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have cell phones. Heck no. Yeah, a little Internet. they know it's Michigan. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we love Michigan. <laughs> what up, y'all? This is Drew Blood, and you're listening to the No One Is Listening podcast. Leave us a beautiful banging review. They got enough money to fund the filming of a real deal feature-length film. They got about $90,000. Yeah, it was like $100,000. crazy, dude. Insane. That's crazy to raise that money. I mean... That's a lot of cocaine. That's- <laughs> <laughs> You're really on to coke today. What's up, dude? He's, He's got that hood up, dude. He's got something yeah. to hide. So oh. with this, they raise enough money... As kids, they go on location to this place in Tennessee, this mm. cabin in the woods... Cabin in the woods. Uh, ...to film a movie called The Evil Dead. And now this story is very easy on paper. Oh, yeah. The teenagers go on a camping trip. They have sex. They have sex. You know, you got all the tropes, all the horror film tropes. But um, they embark upon an evil, unmitigated evil, that terrorizes them uh, in ways that we may have never seen before in cinema. Including a tree. um, Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. A a demonic tree that um, forces its way up into a woman's private parts. 
Um, Vagina. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I like um, saying that. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. Hey, say the vagina word again. Say the vagina. <laughs> vagina. <laughs> so with this, they find basically a Sumerian text uh, called Book of the Dead and a tape recorder. And basically they, as kids... They're like, oh, cool, what's this? We're going to check it out. The plucky kids, like, oh, let's figure this out. But it, by reading this and, and listening to the tape recorder, they unleash this evil. They unleash this just insane evil, right? Yeah. And it terrorizes them the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Very simple plot. Yeah. Not much to it. Bread and butter horror film plot. Oh. But it's what Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell do with their special effects, with mm. their camera angles, with their homemade gimbals. Like, they didn't even yeah. have gimbals back then. They literally mounted, like, cameras on plywood yeah. and would just run through the woods. There were shots in this film that you never saw in horror films or American films, for that matter. And the running in the woods was probably the thing I remember most about, the, especially the original Evil Dead. I remember seeing that running in the woods, and it terrified me because... I would always, well, I had woods near my house and I'd go yeah. kind of go through them. Mm. And I'd always picture that thing behind me, but there was no face to it. Yeah, it was just yeah, this yeah. unknown rushing thing. Yeah. And I always kind of had that weird feeling on the back of your neck like something was yeah. chasing you. It, it's, but you don't see what it is. So yeah. it's your own mind's exactly. greatest fear. Which is what a lot of directors have used since this. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, this was a new thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and everything was very. Innovative, I think, as far as filmmaking. I was learning about the opening scene of Evil Dead 1, where they're going through the bog. Mm -hmm. They literally taped a camera onto Sam Raimi's hand. (laughs) Right. And Bruce Campbell was pushing him on a raft. Yeah. And he's moving his hand like, uh, I'm doing like the walk like the Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like going above the branches. And and, like, I saw this shot. I was thinking, how did they do this? Yeah. That's uh, a also raft. where Sam Raimi got the nickname Old Camera Hands. <laughs> old Camera old Hands. Camera hands <laughs> Raimi. Sammy. Meat Sticks. Raimi. We call Meat Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that, you're right. You're right. You guys are totally right. It was, uh, it was really interesting to watch this. And now if you go back and watch, you're like, oh, wow, these are kids doing this stuff. Mm. And I think that probably played into why it is so different because they didn't have to play by anyone's rules. You know, they didn't have to do classically trained camera techniques. Mm. They just did what they wanted to do. But Sam Raimi was such an innovator when he was making this film. He knew as a child director, let's just call him a child director. He was a kid. He knew that to get performances, believable performances out of the actors that were on this, his friends, and, you know, he yeah, cast a you few. piss them off. Oh, you got to piss them off. <laughs> you got to make mad. You got to torture were, them. They were their own stunt performers. Bruce Campbell did his own stunts. His brother was in makeup, getting beat up all the time. Like, these people were going through hell. They all slept in the same cabin. Mm. Um, they didn't shower. They didn't have toilets when they filmed this. A couple arguments. Yeah. Almost stopped this. Uh, they also used in upwards, I think it was 18 stand-ins. For when the actors couldn't make it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Ted, they call them the fake shemp. The fake shemp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and Bruce Campbell actually talks about that in his books. Mm -hmm. He talks about that whole thing. Um, It's interesting. So very aesthetically different. Cinematography was much different. It was still a horror film, so you still had the the dim light in the back of the woods and all this stuff. But really, the action took place around this cabin. So whether the the evil was chasing them in the woods or they were being tortured by demonic devices inside the cabin, it was both equal parts 
un, like nauseating, but very like, okay, like, it's not like, it's not super grotesque. It's not super in your face. Mm. It's just enough. I mean, there's a lot, if you go back and watch a lot of the, any type of stabbing motions, it's always off camera, but you yeah. see the reactions. Yeah. Like, you know what happens. Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't have to show the knife going through somebody. They show the reaction of the person getting hit with the knife, but then you see, like, 85 gallons of blood and, you know, all this stuff. But really, the first Evil Dead movie um, laid the groundwork for what these guys were going to do. So the Evil Dead, the original, more serious than, than not. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and that's... When you when you watch it, and then you know we're gonna dive into Evil Dead too, and kind of understand what that is. But it was definitely um, it was definitely an original horror film. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people were fans of it. Yeah, um, you have down in your notes Stephen King. Yeah, the most ferociously original horror film of the year. Yeah. Stephen yeah. King. But it also showed up in other movies. It showed up in uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street when right before Nancy falls oh, yeah. asleep. That's right. Yeah. She's That's watching right. The Evil Dead, and at the time, I didn't know what movie that was, but it, you know, you can see Bruce Campbell's big chin in it. <laughs> so later on, I'm like, oh, my God, they're watching the movie within a movie. Yeah. 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 It was also the beginning of, you know, that was their first big film. Absolutely. That was mm-hmm. his baby, I guess you could say. That'd be, that's your your step into the big world. Yeah. As far as filmmaking. So you're obviously going to be very passionate about it. Uh, very innovative. You're on a lower budget. Uh, you are doing things with people that are not trained. Right. Um, right. A lot of, a lot of shots were just throw a camera into somewhere and see what happens. Like smashing the window out. It would smash it with the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Um, the special effects were using a lot of paints that weren't supposed to be used on humans. This is true. Uh, they added what I love though, and if you guys watch the blood, you know they were doing things as it seems small, but they would add coffee grounds to the blood mm-hmm. mix so it didn't look so fake. Yeah, like that's pretty smart. I mean, for kids to figure out, I wasn't adding coffee to my fake blood yeah. at nineteen. All the Carol syrup <laughs> causing like mosquitoes to fly around, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like all these things that people think about because now films like Evil Dead existed and people went and did all the yeah the low budget. Uh, those contacts that they wore. Oh yeah, they were the hard like plastic contacts. Thick, like, yeah, thick. Like you man. couldn't see through them. Like all those actors wearing the the whiteouts are blind. Yeah, completely blind. blind. That's and crazy. They're making those weird head motions probably because mm-hmm. they're blind. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have a lighter a person to do lighting. No. Uh, some dude just I forget who it was, but he's like, I can take over lighting because Sam was doing all the lighting. But yeah. you're wasting so much time setting up lighting and directing. So yeah. Yeah, it's very so it's very DIY, but it's a you know they had a decent budget to work with. But when they released it, they you know they filmed it, they they edited it down, they filmed a lot of footage. They had to chop it down to a theatrical release time. Sam Raimi always treated this film as a big movie. Like this was a legitimate, wasn't a student film, wasn't a a, a knockoff yeah, it joke wasn't an film. Ed Wood playing Nine from Outer Space. This exactly, something he put passion into. He got, he made sure that they had the twenty four by thirty six movie posters, and they did it right. You know, um, part of the lore of this is when they released Evil Dead to the first showing, it was in their hometown, their hometown theater, and mm. Sam Raimi had rented some ambulances, parked them out front uh, of the theater, so that the moviegoers were like, oh. Wait, what? Like, What's it's this, this scary? That's scary. Yeah, and like little things like that that most people might not think about, it added to that mystique. But, you know, the Stephen King quote that you brought up earlier, that was integral in 
allowing this movie to gain credibility, but then to get to that next level. Because they couldn't find a distributor for the film until Stephen King backed it with his quote. Mm. And it got picked up by all these different magazines, but then they got distribution. And now this indie film made by teenagers with non-trained actors, right, is now being distributed all over America. It's becoming a cult classic. They're playing at midnight showings all throughout the States. Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell are now earning their stripes. They're becoming legends in, in cinema, right? Mm. Like it's crazy. Yeah. These kids from Michigan and, um, you know, Sam Raimi, when that happens, Hollywood notices, he gets pulled in to do a project. His next project bombed hard. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Bruce Campbell, he's still trying to act and still trying to do his thing. He gets pulled to a million B list. He's literally considered the king <laughs> oh, of yeah. B list. Oh, yeah. Literally. Werewolf cop. No <laughs> one can dispute. Or no, it was Maniac Cop. It was Maniac wasn't it? Cop. Yeah. yeah. No one can dispute that Bruce Campbell is the king of B movies. And this got, this launched him, right? Yeah. So here it goes. This is where the controversy for me, my friends, anyone I talked about, Evil Dead. Mm. Is Evil Dead 2 a remake or <laughs> is it a sequel? It's in the notes, too, because no. nobody knows. Well, I mean, I have my, I have my so, thing. So I'm going to say it's not a sequel. Okay. Uh, it's a remake. It's a soft reboot. I feel they remade what they wanted to do, but they also wanted to do it different. Because uh-huh. you watch these two movies, same premise, Two completely different movies. Yes. So yeah, and they're both done well. However, Evil Dead Two developed into what Evil Dead is. Yes. When you think about Evil Dead, you think Bruce Campbell, you think Shotgun, you think Chainsaw, Chainsaw Hand, you think One Liners, Groovy, you think Groovy, insane amount of blood flying yes. everywhere. Yes. The grandma or the mother in the Henrietta. Basement. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the ballerina dancing, headless corpse. Absolutely. Like, like all the like stop motion animation and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what made Evil Dead Evil Dead. Yeah. Whether Evil Dead 1 would have had the mainstream release that Evil Dead 2 had, would it be different? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it probably would have. You wouldn't have felt so much for it. Like Evil Dead 1 felt like a project, like a, a labor of love. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It so, was also, Evil Dead was more of a technical movie. There was a mm-hmm. lot of technique used in that movie mm-hmm. that were brand new to everything, where Evil Dead 2 felt like a fully formed movie. Yeah. Even at the time, I think it came out the same year as The Thing. Wow. So yeah. Those okay. two movies can't, you put them back to back. It's like, oh, you sure one yeah. has like a $50 million budget <laughs> and the other one has a $2 million budget, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so, Derek, well, how do you fall on the Evil Dead 2? What do you think it is? Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> um, it's a comedy, it's horror, it's uh, one-liners. It's basically they took out the two other characters, yeah, and yeah. introduced characters later on to the movie that really helped it out. It really helped the movie breathe and give it a little more heart when it came to uh, Bruce and Linda. Yeah, or no, it was Ash and Linda. Mm. Oh, sorry, yeah, Ash, yeah. Ash Williams. Yes, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> His name is Ash Williams in the movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> I only have one other thing to talk about for the first one, though. Sure. Is that car in it? Oh, the, yeah. uh, the Oldsmobile that yeah. I have yeah. tattooed on this. my arm, baby. Well, I didn't know that. That yeah. was Sam Raimi's car that they drove back and forth. Yeah. It was and his dad's car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love when it. the filming ended, the car broke. 
Oh. Which is just a crazy story. I don't know if it's a true story. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds a little fantastical. Sure. But when they were done making the movie, the car finally just died. <laughs> the Delta. It was a sign. Uh, but going back to Evil Dead 2, this was the one that I saw first. Okay. My dad yeah. brought it home. He was working at a video store. He had <laughs> he had just gotten out of the Navy and was earning some extra money before we moved back from uh, Hawaii to Ohio. Yeah. And Aloha. he would bring home <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Spam to you, sir. <laughs> but he would bring home movies and he brought home the Evil Dead. Really? Too. Really? And, you know, they didn't care. They let me watch whatever. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it didn't affect it. But I was all. watching this movie just mind blown as a kid because I wanted to laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a horror movie. Should yeah. I be laughing? Right. Is, dude, I kind of wasn't getting it. So. That young, I was thinking, well, it's, this movie's kind of dumb. Yeah, but you're seeing Bruce Campbell, and he's acting like Groucho Marx during yeah, all this. Yeah, but <laughs> as a kid, are you going to really notice the nuances of a Bruce Campbell? No, I don't know. <laughs> he's like a wacky cartoon character little in that bit, movie. Why wouldn't bit. you feel it? Like? But I do remember yeah. laughing really hard at the deer. The deer? Oh, okay, the that deer, was, yeah, I was that is, yeah. When you're a kid, it's either super freaky or it's funny. Oh, that part, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of the I Got My Mind Set on You video. Wow. <laughs> yes. George Harrison. Yes. <laughs> That's every time. So I saw the, the I remember the hand-cutting scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was a child. I've The I blood remember, on the light bulb. I just remember yeah. seeing this scene as a kid, and I have no clue what this movie is for years until I see Evil Dead 2. I'm like, oh, that's what yeah. it is. Because he's literally fighting his hand. Yes. He's like going insane and just decides to lop it off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a hilarious scene. But the yeah. acting that is so great. It's, it's so great. Fight Club stole it. Yeah. Because yeah. he just beats the hell out of himself with his own hand. But the hand looks foreign. It doesn't look like it's actually yeah. his hand. It looks like somebody else's hand. Yeah. Brilliant. You're right. I mean, everything he has hit on. But Evil Dead 2, you know, that is the controversy is people, you know, they don't they think it's a sequel. It's it's a retcon. I mean, yeah. basically, they need you're right. They they had the groundwork for this original film, but they had to figure out now. Oh, we got a budget. Oh, we're you know, Hollywood's looking at us now. We can we have a, a certifiable franchise. We can start here with this. And that was the goal originally is to turn this into a franchise. That's what Sam Raimi wanted to yeah. do. But. They had money, so yeah, how do you retrace your steps? It, it really, the first movie can link up with the second movie. It, there's, a, there's a scene in the movie that can link up, but really, it's a retcon. It's, a, just, it's a retcon. Yeah, they just restarted It started thing. a battle between me and my father. Where <laughs> with chainsaws? <laughs> we, we chainsaw fought over it. No, I asked him, being a kid... Why would they go back to the cabin? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. To the cabin that almost killed him and have a romantic weekend. <laughs> right. This is Casey Kasem. I got a request from a man in Poughkeepsie asking for the best podcast in the land that you're not listening to. They're listening to the No One Is Listening podcast. So a couple of big differences with this one, right? Number one for oh, yeah. me is the Necronomicon. Mm -hmm. Now they're referring to the Book of the Dead yeah. as a Necronomicon. All right. So 
as a stupid kid, when I first had access to eBay, uh, when eBay was first a thing, the first thing I ever bought on eBay was the oldest copy of the Necronomicon that I could find. I loved Evil Dead. I loved Army of Darkness. So I was naturally obsessed with the Necronomicon. Mm. I needed to get this book. I needed to figure it out. Was this a real thing? It was the first thing I ordered on eBay. We'll never forget it. I had it in my possession for a long time. And I <laughs> and then you lost oh. it in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not kidding, dude. I did have a freaky experience around the Necronomicon, the one that I had. I literally, uh, at my parents' house many years ago, I had, I had an ex-girlfriend over. We were just hanging out. And I bust out the ne- Necronomicon. I'm like, oh, have you ever seen this? Whatever. <laughs> and, like, I just started, you know, because I, I have Evil Dead posters, and I still have them in my, my house today, um, the theatrical posters. But I'm, like, showing her the Necronomicon, reading through it. I'm not fucking kidding, dude. I had this glass frame giant glass frame on my wall for years at this point, two or three years. The thing lifts up off the wall as we're going through the Necronomicon and hits her in the head, drawing blood. Oh. And I'll never forget that. I have goosebumps right now telling this story. I'm not. I'm not. You'd chop off her head after this. <laughs> Should she bite your Damn hand? Yeah. Should have. Um, but I'm not kidding. You know. So I. Um, I don't know where the Necronomicon is now. I gave it to somebody as whatever a gag gift because it was you know just a Walden book. Is it really a gag now? Now it's no, a magical think, fucking book. But that's the thing. I'm not kidding. I. Th- I will never forget that I was looking through the Necronomicon and watched a, a glass frame fall off the wall and hit. My ex-girlfriend in the head. I will never forget that. It was super weird. But, you know, it just kind of plays in the mystique. You know. Did you get go to the, the hospital? East? No. No. But oh. There was blood drawn. Yeah, it was, I, I there was, was super uh, glue. I was reading a uh, magic book and a uh, glass <laughs> fell no! on her uh, head. No, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> no. I just like that you buy the evilest book from eBay that came from Walden's books. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, people get mad at, like, the Ouija boards. It's like... Like they're satanic. <laughs> oh yeah, Milton Bradley's this big right. satanic entity right. that's putting the devil in front of all. Hey, of you. you never know. <laughs> Milton know. might have sucked. The- <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Okay. So another big thing for me, and Dave, you already kind of touched on this, was the the excess blood. Yes. Okay. Now let's look at the big difference between the first one and the second one. I'm going to drop a name on you guys right now. Horror master Greg Nicotero. Yum. Who got his start uh, with George Romero? Mm-hmm. Now Day he's he, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this dude has done some of the best horror effects ever. Still to this day with The Walking Dead, this dude is a master. So they had a budget to bring in a legit horror master, uh, not Tom Savini, which yeah. with I love Tom Savini. Yeah. Greg Nicotero comes in and he works with them on these like massive elaborate props, and from the stop animation to you know these Henrietta. Re- these Henrietta, these mm. latex suits, but just like copious, egregious, insane amounts of blood that I absolutely love, dude. All, all I I'm love s- so many colors. Yes. All I'm saying is blood is cheap. Yes. On, on any movie set, how much does it cost to make blood? Nothing, dude. Yeah, pennies. See, yeah, pennies. They had black blood too. Oh, yeah. gallon of it that's comes the, out of the wall. That's the evilest blood. Oh, that's the best blood. It's so good. So with it, you know, um, I, I think I don't know who it was that directed them to kind of dive into the more slapsticky humor. But mm. regardless of how they got to that point for Evil Dead Two, there could have only been two people to pull off what they pulled off, and that was Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Okay. Those two working together. Bruce Campbell delivered beyond belief Mm. that he found 
his true nature, in my opinion, in Evil Dead 2. And that has now since carried him through his entire career. Yeah, because yeah. in essence, Ash is Bruce Campbell. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's just Bruce being Bruce. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. So what better person to act as other than yourself? It seemed... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. No, I, I definitely agree. It's very he seems to have played it very naturally. Mm. It's effortless. Like when he was fighting his hand. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a very yeah. great performance. I don't believe, and I never listen to the knocks that people say, oh, Bruce Campbell's not a real actor. BS, dude. This guy, I mean, he's just a different kind of actor. Dude's still working. Yes. <laughs> That's working all I a have lot. to say. Yeah, working still a lot. As the character. Has a huge well, not only as a character, he has a you know, huge, you know, repertoire from oh. Briscoe County Jr. to Burn Notice. This dude has acted in literally hundreds upon hundreds of American television shows. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also all those delightful Raimi cameos from yeah. Spider-Man. Exactly. Spider-Man. From the Spider-Man series to Darkman. Exactly. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Xena Warrior Princess. Yes. Can't forget that. Absolutely. That, that's all Sam. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So these two guys put together something very special in Evil Dead 2. So we can, once again... Do a whole podcast about this. What oh. are your guys' favorite scenes from Evil Dead Two? What? Can, what's what? What? If I say I, Evil I, Dead Two, what do you got? I got one. It's it's work shed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah. All the, uh, <laughs> if you don't know, there's a scene where Bruce is struggling, and during the scene, he's supposed to say work shed, and it didn't record on the film, <laughs> or it was too low. So they overdubbed him saying work shed into the film and it's completely out of place, completely out of place. And I was reading, uh, Bruce was on some movie. I, I was just reading it today and some actor came up to him and all he could say to him was work shed and just started laughing. <laughs> so that's one of my scenes. And uh, that that's gotta be it. I'm yeah. gonna go with that. Yeah. Uh, I already kind of went over the deer laughing, but also the movie ends on one hell of a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. True. Oh, that, my God. Jesus Christ, dude. True. <laughs> the movie went from just a cabin in the woods horror movie to what the f- Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> that is the perfect ending, though. Like, once you think about it, like, once you watch Evil Dead and watch Evil Dead 2, and you watch the ridiculousness that goes on, the whole scene in the woodshed with the Linda's head in the vice or whatever. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no ash. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, but one thing I do want to talk about is I don't know if many movies, any movies that dealt with possession really hit on what evil dead hits on. And that is the metamorphosis from a demon back into the person you mm, love. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 And it really throws the person trying to kill this evil demon Brings them back into that human like humanity role of, oh, that's still my love person, like yeah, loved per- one. Gonna really of fuck there. with you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's I don't know if any other movie really pioneered that, but I I feel like that's the first time I've ever seen something like because you don't see that in zombie movies. Like everyone sees a zombie and like, oh, that's my loved one. But I don't want to kill it because it's my loved one. Going back yeah. to like The Walking Dead. Well, and, I'll say this: so that you bring up a good point. Um, I think the the movie that that kind of plays on those psychological chords is The Exorcist. You know, when Linda mm-hmm. when oh, yeah. uh, when she was possessed, you know, she can do different voices or elicit different emotions, things like that. But it's that evil incarnate. How what, how do you play on somebody's deepest fears or deepest loves? And yeah, that Evil Dead did that better than anybody. The transformative from demon to, you know, real human. It was crazy. So for me, 
on Evil Dead 2, what I love the best, besides Sam Raimi's, you know, beautiful cinematography and all his Dutch angles and everything he does in this movie is the acid trip scene mm. where the whole cabin just starts going ballistic, <laughs> dude. And it is just so cool. He's in this like madhouse, possessed <laughs> madhouse. Um, it's beautiful. But not only that, the Henrietta, when she pulls, uh, what's his face, the hillbilly dude into the, the, oh, yeah. oh, the sucked blood. in, the blood yep. just, whoa, oh. stop, dude. Yep. And that is one of the coolest scenes in any movie ever. I mean, it's just so over the top, and it, it really hits on that slapstick humor side. So, yeah, I mean, Evil Dead 2, classic, staple, um, Library of Congress. They got it, they got it on, the, on the, right the front desk. Go check it out. So, um, so, yeah, where does it go from here? You know, like I said, they wanted to develop a franchise out of this, but from my understanding, as a Hollywood elite... Um, Hollywood didn't really like this movie. Mm. They didn't want to invest into a, a uh, you know, sequels or whatever. It took an additional about six years yes. to, to have someone else interested in funding the next wave. And they had drawn up a number of different scripts, a number of different, you know, avenues. They could have gone with the story. But Sam Raimi wanted to tell the story of Ash back in time. He yes. had this concept, this, we want to put Ash in medieval times. Like let's not get the, let's take it m one more step. Absurd. Not the restaurant that is delicious. Medieval times. <laughs> um, well, they were yeah. gonna call this movie the Medieval Dead. Ooh, yes. were they? Yeah. yeah. Wow, Sam's I didn't know that. Original title for the movie. Holy smokes! Okay, so with that, we pick up in the early '90s with a movie called Army of Darkness, which, yes. by the way. Hollywood still didn't believe in and has had endless recuts before oh, yeah. the theatrical mm -hmm. version yeah. was released. There so. was a year-long delay before this movie came out, yeah. and Bruce Campbell even stated that he wished he had that year of his life back. Yeah, hell yeah. And that speaks to what you said earlier about what the original Evil Dead was, which was a passion project. This mm. clearly is a lifelong commitment to these characters and this setup. So they waited a year. They felt passionate enough about this to stick it out and make sure that this movie got seen. So Army of Darkness, what is this? Ash goes back in time, right? <laughs> he goes back in time to fight the Deadites. With, with the old Delta. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Had to make an appearance. And this movie, to me, has all the catchphrases that you can handle for a lifetime. Um, the one-liners, just the incredible gags. And they still, the, the step and repeat of the stop motion, the, yeah. the ultra gore, the almost campy, you know, um, maquettes that they used, the skeletons and everything. Like, just really awesome. Like, it's a throwback to the Jason and the Argonauts movies of, you know, yeah. the 50s the and 60s. Yeah, with the skeletons and everything. Oh, yeah, the yeah. tiniest, the, the doppelgangers. Yeah, the just, evil ash, like, so good. So many cool things they threw in this movie. And if you guys listening have never seen Army of Darkness, I would definitely encourage you, me, I would encourage you to start there. Because mm. um, that's, <laughs> that's very accessible. Yeah. I, I think it's it's more accessible than Evil Dead 2. And can we talk about Bruce Campbell's abs on that movie cover? Ooh, <laughs> oh, man. There's no way he had those. That movie poster, the <laughs> original ones poster. were for horror. This one was like a sci-fi book mixed with a romance novel. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. good. You're like, this motherfucker had a chainsaw. But it does look like a romance novel. No, <laughs> it totally it does. does, dude. A novella. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to go back in time and try to get back in his normal time frame, right? Go so, back to that smart. So yeah. exactly. So this whole the whole plot follows him trying to get back to his regular time frame, right? 
but with a weird Bridget Fonda. Yeah, uh, as cameo. his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. His girlfriend. yeah. <laughs> the, the third Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back and he, uh, you know, he battles the Deadite army. Yes. Which is really fascinating to watch what the Necronomicon could do back in those times. Um, but he also has primitive machinery to work with. So he builds this like death contraption on his Delta, right? Like the windmill that chops up everybody. Yeah. Um, and they make a prosthetic hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, like the blacksmith a- uh, <laughs> makes the, the fake hand. Yeah, and yeah. he crushes a uh, goblet. Yeah. <laughs> it's the the modern mind going back to medieval times, like, Yes. You've got to use technology. Yes. But he had all those textbooks in the back of the... Um, oh, in the Delta. In the Delta. Yeah. That's how they built the bombs for the war. So they thought he was a god, yeah. basically. So these medieval primitive screwheads thought that Ash Williams was a god. Mm. So he just lived the life, man. Get fed grapes. Got a beautiful girl named Sheila involved with him. And he was leading the charge. Um, but it, there was a subplot there with two warring factions of these two kingdoms and... Ash brought them together to face the Deadites. And that was like the heartwarming, you know, ending to it. But once again, memorable scenes in this movie. You know, we already spoke to a lot of these. The Mm. doppelganger, um, you know, the the boomstick, right? That was a huge thing still to this day. (laughs) Call this shotgun the boomstick. I mean, it's in video games. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's great. But my favorite moment in this is when he goes, he goes to a graveyard at one point, and he has to recite... Oh, the words. The words. <laughs> yes. The, you know, um, and Ash is not the brightest guy. He's, you know, he's pretty savvy. He's a survivor. He's a blue-collar guy, man. Yeah, he's not expected to remember three words. Yeah. All he has to do is remember these three words, say them at this book, and this altar, and then the Deadites will go away forever. But he doesn't. Of course, in classic Ash fashion, the words were Klaatu Barada Niktu, right? Which yeah. is a Just throwback preceded, to yeah. the day. Uh, preceded was, by the part where the book bites his hand. Yes, <laughs> yes. So these, what was really funny to me is that these words are from a movie called The, the Day the, the Earth Stood Still, still which yeah. is like a 1950s sci-fi film. So it was a great little touch uh, there. But he couldn't remember Klaatu Barada Niktu, and he got tripped up on the last word, and he's... And so what that does, it actually unleashes the full terror of the Dead Eye Army at that moment. And you get one of these beautiful moments in cinematic history of watching the Dead Army raise Mm. in that graveyard. And it's just such a cool scene. It's campy, it's funny, but ultimately it's something I've remembered forever. Uh, Going back to the uh, Klaatu Barata Nikto, Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2? (laughs) Hold on. The video game? What? Yeah, yeah no, listen. Hold on. You fight uh, a villain in there called Mysterio who's based on all this, like... I know Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what he does. Yeah. does all the special effects stuff, makes mm-hmm. Spider-Man see stuff. As you're fighting him, because they wanted to get a little Easter egg in there, he starts saying, Kletu, Verata, no. Nikto. I think it's... Isn't it voiced by Bruce Campbell? It might be, yeah. I think... Oh, yeah, he's the yeah. narrator. Yeah, he's yeah, the narrator. He, yeah, he's the narrator of Spider-Man 2, the video game. Hey, this is Dave from No One Is Listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Did you know that Cheryl Crow only uses one piece of toilet paper per wipe? So what do you guys remember about Army of Darkness? What uh, stands out to you? The one thing that's... There, there, oh, there's two things. Uh, the skeleton march towards the castle. Yes! Where they're playing, like, the bone flutes <laughs> and everything. Flute, and, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that always pumps me up. 
And uh, it's when uh, Bruce is fighting um, the the mini ashes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he gets in a war with like a skeleton hand, and he like does the Three Stooges eye poke yes. thing. <laughs> Like yeah. that is in the movie, and I, I lost it. Yeah, <laughs> so he I sticks his that. tongue out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he like grabs his crotch. And he does like the oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, like, totally does that. So the memories are flooding back. Yeah, and all the bones in those scenes are all xylophones. Yeah, like yeah. they're like the 1920s Foley effects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so. It's good. like one of those old black and white spoopy skeleton <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> I love it. What about you, Derek? What's um, up? During the big battle scene, I always remember this for some stupid reason. He's fighting some of the skeletons, but they're they're not the animate. They're not the mm. moving ones. Oh, they're just yeah. like yeah. The they're, they're, it's yeah. just like somebody's throwing skeletons <laughs> yeah. at him, and he catches one and hits him with a backbreaker, and laughs so hard every time. Um, and I, this movie is just full Bruce Campbell. This is oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. where, where oh, cool. Evil Dead 2, he was finding himself. This is Bruce yes. Campbell yeah. found. Yeah. Pure heroin Bruce <laughs> yes. Campbell. Yes. Brutal, dude. This is another ending that is on a cliffhanger where I just, I loved it, but I always knew that they were never going to make another one. Yeah. yeah. And it was just kind of, it was really sad to me because I really wanted to see where they were going with that. I always hoped that they did make, uh, uh, watching that as a cliffhanger, I always yeah. hoped that they would make another one. There, there was no reason not to. I mean, it was so funny. It was so good. And yeah. the only reason it was a cliffhanger is because he dicked up the words once again. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, right. I basically said it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's interesting. I have the extended cut DVD where they show the actual ending they had filmed that the New Line Cinema said no. You can't use this ending. With the original ending of Army of Darkness was he messed up the words, but he ended up in an alternate timeline, which was he ended up in apo- the apocalypse, basically. Ooh. So he was he was shown with like this huge beard and like this long hair, and he woke up basically. Um, you remember the Twilight Zone episode with Milton Berle where he <laughs> oh, wakes I can up? Read. Yeah, yeah, he gets his glasses. <laughs> That's basically how they wanted to end that the army of darkness so it's weird because that whole smart sequence at the end was uh a reshoot basically oh. they reshot it in that year-long gap um so all right cool army of darkness we can all agree it's another beautiful moment in cinematic history yeah it's a one thumbs up for me oh, cool. oh, um, all right. veritable one thumb all yeah. right cool so. well the other one i had to cut off and place with a chainsaw sure you have a chainsaw thumb yes um so all right what happens after Army of Darkness? Huge gap of time. Yes. Diehard horror fans go to conventions. They cosplay as Ash. Like it's still a thing. They make action figures. It's still Army of Darkness still holds true. Yeah, there's um, a couple of video games that that were all right. Yeah, they, yeah. they kind of you know you played them. But they were still <laughs> part of the ne- they were still part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead, Army of Darkness never truly went away. It was never forgotten like Dead Alive. No, everyone still remembers Bruce Campbell. Right. Yes. Right. So with this, there was a push for more Evil Dead. However, Mm. in classic 2000s fashion, it was a remake, right? So a studio came out and did a completely, with Sam Raimi and And Bruce Bruce Campbell's uh, permission. They were producers on the film. Yeah, producers on the show. Um, on the movie. And and they were there for most, for most of the movie absolutely they, they were there for casting and yeah and whatnot yeah so they really had a big hand in this film so that's is that a pun yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> one hand okay, okay. <laughs> so you know they they do this evil dead remake now i'm happy you guys put this in the show notes i i wasn't even going to talk about this yeah so 
who put it in the show notes? You I, throw well, it down. Let's, let's talk about I it. I was bit. talking about it, and I told Derek I never saw it. And he was oh, like, okay. oh, well, I own it. And he brought in and let me borrow it, and I watched it. Very impressed. Hell yeah. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I liked it a this lot. This was without the slapstick, though. Oh, yeah. No There's slapstick. Yeah. No slapstick yeah. Yeah. here. This I, I told Derek the next day I went back, and literally every most uncomfortable way of killing someone they did. Yes. And it was little things that they did. Like when she was getting stabbed with the machete, it was like catching in her arm. Yes. And it was like dragging. Pulling yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. Like you could see it. It was like one Achilles cut from like seeing the worst Ugh. things I've ever seen in horror film. And like <laughs> yeah. there was literally, it made me cringe. And I'm not one to cringe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old and I'm starting to get sensitive again. It's that menopause <laughs> kicking well, in. Why not? <laughs> but. Uh, when she licks the razor blade Ooh, in the basement, yes. no, I, no. It, it, it like I can uh, feel it in my plums. Yes, like, <laughs> I'm feeling it right now. Dude. It hurt. Oh. It, it, it or, hurt. The, or the girl that got possessed and starts stabbing the guy in the face with a needle. Yes, yeah. no. or her in the damn shower. Yeah, yes. when her skin starts bubbling. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a painful movie to watch, by the he way. He pulls the needle out. It, it's so painful to watch. You hit it right on the head. Dude. Oh, an immediate tree fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's true. So they literally they took the extremity of slapstick horror in the Evil Dead series and mm. made it real. Yeah, they made it yeah. fucking evil. I mean, it's super evil. Evil in darkness, Joe. <laughs> oh, no. It's a Cleveland thing, y'all. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is not Cleveland thing. Dave Navarro talked about it on his podcast. Oh, heaven forbid, yeah. Dave Navarro. Oh, <laughs> icon. Uh, so with this, this is a really, um, you know, this is a really brutal movie for sure. I know the ending... I saw your show notes. You didn't like the ending. I, I thought the ending battle. I loved the, e- the ending fight. itself. I don't love the monster. Really? Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was. The, wasn't it enough. A, it wasn't enough. Okay. I, I know. I know that ending was was definitely pretty intense for me. Oh, the first the, time I watched it, when the monster flipped the truck over on yeah. her hand, and she has to, as talking about like the grotesque, real, yeah, like the reality, ripping of it. her hand off. Whoa, dude! Yeah. Heavy stuff. So and it's raining blood. That's yes. fucking awesome. <laughs> Everything about the Evil Dead remake is cool, but it's yeah. not a sequel. No. Um, no. You know, there's some Bruce Campbell's talked about, oh, this could end up in the multiverse so we can link it somehow. But let's just not look at it as that. Let's just say, it's, cool, they took the it's concepts. Its own thing. Yeah, they made its own thing with the blessing of the creators, yeah. the makers. Uh, and it's a really crazy movie. But yeah, if you are if you don't like blood, if you don't like realistic gore, do not watch that movie. Yeah, 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 it, it it's, it's done well. Intense. Yeah, it is I I enjoyed it. I'd yeah. watch it again. Yeah, I will give big ups to that seventies guy on the movie. <laughs> you know, because he takes who Mike Awesome, the, wow. <laughs> the, the thriller. Um, he takes the most amount of damage I think I've ever seen a guy take in a movie. <laughs> but um, I guess the actor himself. This is uh, me listening to the commentary. Was is an actual ma- magician. Really? So that needle part. It's actually him doing a magic trick. Finally paid off. Finally <laughs> paid off. Like, yeah. But he did a few other things. I don't really remember what they were. The uh, biggest part that I remember is I missed a whole scene in the movie because I went to the midnight showing, and at some point my stomach decided. <laughs> it said, hey, if you try to slip this one out, 
you're not going to be able to see the rest of the movie. Oh, dude. So I missed the... uh, Sags meat sticks, dude. I missed the part where she cut off her arm. Oh, okay. I missed... I came in... She's already has the nails all over her face and is shooting the guy. <laughs> I looked at my girlfriend. And I was like, "What did I what miss?" Did I miss? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, so, never a dull moment. So yeah. the the premise of this movie uh, it does feature the Oldsmobile. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the main character is a female. Yeah, female role. Uh, Bruce said he didn't want someone to overact like Ash did, so they went to the lead role with a female. Uh, she was a heroin addict, and she was at the house to become sober. Yep. And part of me was really wishing that it was all her friends planting and acting out all this fucked up shit just to get her off of heroin. Oh, my God. <laughs> to, like, God, scare the dude. heroin out of her. Like that wow. shitty April Fool's movie? <laughs> yeah, I was, like, waiting for the ending just for <laughs> to be like, ah, you're, you're clean. <laughs> wow. Ah, I really didn't chop my face off. <laughs> oh, I knew it was going to happen with my sick head, my uh, stupid right. imagination. Her brother wears a costume that's a callback to the old Ash costume with yes. the uh, denim everything, mm. denim Dan. The t- Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> the Canadian <yeah>. tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, so great movie. Um, definitely strays from the originals. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know if you guys did this, but there is a TV series now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched all two seasons. It's a quick watch. So if you haven't seen them, 25 minute episodes holds very much true to what the Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness hold. Bruce Campbell's Bruce Campbell, but he's 30 years older. Yep. Uh, he still has the mental. <laughs> he wears a girdle. Yeah, he wears a girdle. He puts like shoe polish in his hair to cover up the white hair. Uh, he still tries to hit on chicks. His uh, main goal is to go to Jacksonville, Florida. That's his like mecca. That's his heaven. Oh my god. Uh, he eventually gets there. He's wearing sandals with socks. Yeah. He's cutting bar. open. Yeah, he's cutting open kegs with his chainsaw. He's <laughs> like he's doing a whole nine yards. Total Bruce Campbell. The Oldsmobile's in it. There's so many callbacks. Yeah. Uh, they wind up going back to the cabin. They're going to the cabin, and they have that wood bench hitting the side of the mm. cabin like they do in the first movie. And watching all these movies in the same er- time, I'm like, oh, okay, I see that's a cool callback that I probably wouldn't have noticed if I wasn't exactly, watching all these at yeah. the same time. There's a lot of cool things. My favorite, though, is you get to meet Brock Williams, Okay. Who's Bruce Campbell's dad. <laughs> Lee fucking Majors. Lee fucking Majors. <laughs> and he murders it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you haven't watched it, I'm saying watch it. it Derek, you know, he... he <laughs> I was watching it at a dark time, but... Uh, <laughs> it was midnight. <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. It was really fun to watch, but... Yeah, at the time, I wasn't in the mood to really... Yeah. Right. I just wanted some noise in the background. Uh, Ted Raimi... Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. show. Uh, and one, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, Lucy Lawless, yes. Who I didn't recognize was Lucy Lawless till I'm like, why do I know this girl? Why do no, I you didn't? know this beautiful woman? Yeah, there you <laughs> go, right? Right? She's she's a person that I did not have any attraction towards her when she was in Xena. Really? I did. No. I did. Total I, babe. I, I was more about Gabriella. No, you're right, man. The TV show, I know that me and my friends that loved Evil Dead Army Darkness anticipated this for such a long time. So there was a huge buildup for me personally. I was like, oh, shit, they're coming back, dude. Crazy Bruce Campbell's going to do it. I literally got a subscription to Stars, which is what it was released on, to just watch this show. 
And I will say that the first three episodes are just mm -hmm. incredible. Mm -hmm. You can't, I mean, it's just incredible. But as a diehard Evil Dead fan, I fell off. Yeah. I did fall off. I did not like the supporting actors. That's kind of where I fell off, is that the supporting actors to me were nothing special or captivating. Um, but, hey, it's Army of Darkness. Yeah. You can't, or it's, it's Evil Dead. You can't go wrong. I oh, mean, yeah. So there are some one-liners that I literally laughed out loud. I lulled. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in the supporting actors, I get it, but you have to get a young cast. Yeah. You, you bring in Ted Raimi though, yep. as Bruce's childhood best friend from high school. Great chemistry. Those two bouncing Absolutely. off each other, riffing off each other, pretending to be drunk and sh uh, so good. Yeah. But also, if you ever get attached to anybody in the show, don't. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> that's the best part too. Is, yeah. Is and the blood is unbelievable in the show. True. There'll be like a that bottle stabbing scene in yeah. the car, and the blood is just pouring <laughs> on the Bruce. Like everything yes. he does is yes. just is. I think the the whole premise of the show is just Bruce Campbell getting covered in blood. Yeah. So hell of I a think, legacy. I think that's where we are now. Hell of a legacy. Hell. Yeah. So, so with all this, we look at everything going on in evil dead army of darkness, the whole deal. What is your favorite quote or one liner from Ash Williams? Oof. What is one that stands out to you? I'm going to say deep down. Cause I've used this before is hail to the king. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Dude. Hail to the king, baby. Absolutely. What about you, Derek? <laughs> That's what I said at the beginning. I don't know why it hits me so hard, but when he's fighting the little ashes and he's dumping the house, he's like, I hope you like some hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so many groovy. This is my boomstick. The whole, like, the, the Bruce Campbell one-liners, just awesome. So, um, Yo, she bitch. Is that hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With this, Evil Dead, huge legacy, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, legends of their craft, masters of their craft. I, I'm happy that I got to share this with you guys. And you guys brought some good things to the table and nice. brought yeah, back team bring it. Brought yeah, back some one. great memories. Now uh, it's that time. Oh. <laughs> so listen, I went out on a good note, y'all. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm very nervous about what's in the magic sack right now. Oh, there's only one thing left. Did you hear that? Oh, shit. Ooh, All right, boy. so I'll be very clear with the listening audience. There are some definite uh, genres or eras or things that I don't like with a passion. Mm. Uh, I have no interest in. So, I'm, I, I mean, I don't necessarily want... My my goal is to enjoy whatever's inside the magic set. And believe yeah. me, this is before I even knew Chris when I wrote this oh, down. Yeah. Oh, and as he as he went on, and I knew what I put in there, <laughs> I was no. like, "Oh boy!" All I'm saying is, Brett had Kanye West in here, so this is true. Remember that. This is true. It can't be Kanye, can it? No. Okay. okay. No, I don't think he's. I mean, he is a genius, but he's the only thing I've blocked <laughs> from Twitter. Kanye West, every mention That's of him, it. the whole thing. I can't deal with it, dude. So, all right, I'm ready for the magic sack, please. Okay, this is the last one, man. I'll draw it. I'll draw it. All this right. is the, the fun owl. All right, so here, I'm thinking one thing. Okay. If it's this one thing, dude, I quit the podcast. It's not. If it is the one thing I hate more than anything. It's not. Which will be a red card <laughs> next season. Okay. Right. I'm ready to reach oh, deep in. This is the last episode coming up, y'all. Uh, we put a lot of time and effort in. Gotta I go am. ahead and unfold this. Oh, it's folded in fours. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, I'm not happy with, score? let's see what this is. Maximum over Oh! oh, 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 oh. Okay. All right. I can handle it. I didn't know that was so influential. <laughs> this is a very niche topic, sir. Oh, it is. Wow. This is a good research one. We could, yeah. we could get this done fast. I'm going to have to get in on this. That's the Green Goblin, right? <laughs> Well, give me um, give me like a ten second synopsis. What am I in for, Derek? Uh, do you like Stephen King? No. Do you like cocaine? <laughs> no. All right, you'll love this movie. Great. <laughs> Could this movie happen today? How about ACDC? Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. That's a, put that on the bottom. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I fuck ACDC. <laughs> Hell. All right. Well, we're in for a treat next episode here at Maximum Overdrive. Uh, all right. Well, hey. I'm in for it. I'm yeah, in for it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get, Let's get this over with. That's right. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen. Hit us up uh, at Noel Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. You can hit me up at Noel is Chris on Twitter. We would love to uh, to talk to you. How do you guys talk to people? Uh, I talk to people with my mouth. Um, <laughs> you can also what follow me. <laughs> you can also follow me on Twitter <laughs> at David underscore V underscore Roth. And I didn't do it. I did look up on imdb to find out the actor that did talk to bruce campbell about workshed and that was one kurt russell no on escape from la God, wow. I love because bruce <laughs> was the plastic yeah surgeon. yeah so yeah that's that's the fun great cameo yep. that's right so God. there you go what about you derek Where are you uh, can contact me through demonic books uh, <laughs> through neconomicon.com I'll, I'll be in one of those chapters with the like little squishy squid thing that's me okay um also you can find me on twitter at drake dangerson one yeah uh, another million dollar idea necronama.com Ooh, hit yeah, it up dude <laughs> better book it now and probably, squat we, on we it, probably dude. got dot org yeah, <laughs> necronama.org yeah, well that's how the trend goes man yeah, that's like our website <laughs> so um, you've listened to the Snake Plissken podcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. No, I just tied it in there. With yeah, the no, you got thing. it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Us, uh, come back next week. Yeah. Hey, we got uh, this bad bad boy Maximum Overdrive to break down. So how can you not be excited? I'm so excited, sir. Oh, All right, man. join us next week. Not for the finale. No, we're gonna do a secret Ooh. episode. Okay. Uh, what what off. do they call that before the finale? Pen ultimate. This is the pen ultimate episode coming up. Derek okay, Stoppin. That sounds good, man. Maximum overdrive. <laughs> All right, y'all. No one is listening. Thanks. All right, later. Later. Okay, bye. <laughs>